0: The Nefesh haChaim we learned last time, and we're going to just repeat the main principle again to get back into this topic, that just like a person has a Neshama, the Neshama really begins from a very high place in Ruchnius, by the Kisiyah and Hashem is has to bring it down to this world to function within a human being, and it goes through many stages to get here, and then eventually is clothed in a physical body. And we can see the person and relate to his physical appearance, we recognize him like that. But we understand that we're talking to someone, really it's the person himself is more spiritual than just the body. It's something more Rukhni from a higher place, which might be clothed in that body. And we understand the same process happens with the Torah too. The Torah starts from an even higher spiritual place. The Torah starts from, Nev Shechem tells us, even from the Olamas Einsef. Which means before Hashem creates anything. So the Chochmah of intended that to be in the, in the, in the Briya, in the world, dictates how every level is going to get created. And in that blueprint, that intention becomes the Torah of that level. Which defines what that level of reality is going to be. And therefore, on every level that there is that Hashem created, there's the Torah of that level, which is clothed, so to speak, in the trappings, or in the the kinds of uh, words, the kind of meaning that that level will, will relate to. And we're talking about our physical world, the Torah talks about physical things. It talks about actions, of mitzvahs you can do and children too. It talks about events which happen to physical people. But that's just the body. That's just the the outside coat of the Torah, so that it's something accessible to the physical world. The Nishama, if you're going to call it out of the Torah, remains something which is much more Rukhni and st- and connected to its spiritual source. That's the the first point which we spoke about last time. The corollary to that. The corollary to that is that the chachma of Hashem in the Torah, and the Torah we have already looking at the same thing from two perspectives. And let's give an example. If I was trying to build a machine, so as the designer, as the inventor, I have to think about what I, how, how to, what this machine is going to do, and I'm going to have to think how to build it in a way that it's functional and will produce what I want it to produce. If I'm now talking to the person who's going to operate the machine, so I have to give them instructions how to use it. Now, really, from the point of view of the developer, the designer, it's the same kachmah. It's the same understanding of how does this machine work, and I have to think about that in terms of, and therefore, how am I going to create it? How am I going to make it? How am I going to build it in the way where it's going to do what it's meant to do? And that same mindset exactly is how I'm going to think about explaining to the person who's going to use it what he needs to do in order to make it effective. So when I'm thinking on, on the design stage, then I have to think how to make something which is going to produce what I want it to produce. When I'm looking at it from the execution stage, in other words, I'm putting it into action, then I need to look at it from the point of view of, now that it's been created, how to utilize it to bring about that result. But the Chokhmah, which means the understanding of what, it's trying to, what it is trying to, that I'm trying to do and how it's going to happen, that never changed. And this the same thing applies to the Torah. When we're talking about the Torah and the level before the creation, we're talking about Chakhmus Hashem. And the Chakhmus Hashem was that He wanted a world and why He wanted the world. And now looking at it before the world exists, so Hashem is looking at it as the creator, as the designer. What I want the world to be. And what why does it have to function in order to make it something which can bring to the result Hashem wants it to bring to what factors does it need, and how is it going to run, and what principles are there going to be which are going to make it run. And that's all the design stage, if I want to call it that, of how Kaddish Baruch is planning to make a world, to bring about the result he wants to bring about. When then, that Chachmah is all in the Torah of the Bria, the Torah of the world of creation, which is written in the same Torah, because within that same chachma of Hashem, that understanding of what Hashem wanted there to be in the world, and the understanding of what Hashem wanted the world to bring to, so within that, there's that mindset of, this is what the world I'm trying to create is going to do, and this is what it needs to be in order to be able to do that. So that's the first point. Hashem's has created the world. Now, Hashem has to instruct people how to utilize the world. Hashem has to instruct people how to make the, bring the world in action to the state He wants to bring it to. And now the instruction to people is the and lines up with exactly that same Chachmah. Because the same planning that there was in what the world has to be in order to bring to the state Hashem wants to bring it to is the same Chachmah which Hashem is telling people, this is why I want you to use the world I created in order to make sure that's what's going to happen. And therefore it's true that the Torah, which speaks to this world and is our operating system for the world, our manual to how to use the world, is not the same words of the Torah as the creation stage, which was how the world is going to get created, but the Chachmah is the same. They both revolve around the same point, and that is the point that Hashem wants the world to achieve, and from both perspectives, shaping the world or directing the people in the world to get to that stage. Now, therefore, even though the way we we read the Torah is instructions to us, we read the Torah in a way that Hashem speaks to us and tells us what to do, but that same Torah could be read as the planning stage of what has to be. And it's the same letters of the Torah. And uh, the the idea just is, is that it's written in a way which isn't talking to people as the user's guide, it's talking to the world as the creation guide, if one wants to call it that. Let's examine this idea a little bit more. The Ramchal asks a question, and Ramchal asks that if, being as the Torah creates the world, then the reality in the world should reflect the Torah. And if that's the case, when the Torah says that there's something that we should not do, let's give the example. We're not meant to eat non-kosher food, non-kosher fish, non-kosher birds, non-kosher animals. So the reality of the world should reflect that Torah and that should make these things inedible. If Hashem doesn't want them to be eaten then they should be created in a way where they can't be eaten just like a person can't eat rock or pieces of metal. And Reimkhal asks the question Has it possible that it's physically possible to do something the Torah prescribes? And Reimkhal's answer is Basically, that using this to utilize the principle we just explained, and that is, Hashem's plan for a world is that these things shouldn't be eaten, but in a way that people choose not to eat. Those things Hashem doesn't want to eat, doesn't want people to eat and doesn't want people to have to have the choice to eat or not eat, and He made them inedible. Those things which Hashem doesn't want people to eat, but He wants to make that something which people are going to have to decide not to eat. So then in a case like that, the, ins- the same Chochmah, which for us is the instruction, don't eat this, Without said the Olam briya is, make it edible, so that that way people can be told not to eat it. Because if there was something which one was one unable to eat, there's no point giving someone instruction not to do it, he couldn't. And therefore he it says it's the other way around. It's actually the, the mitzvah itself, which comes down to our world as a prohibition, don't do this, is really that same Chachm, which on the Olem level is something which it may, is made possible to do. And now we're meant to be misko, not doing it. Something which would be impossible for us to do and is meant to be impossible for us to do. So then there wouldn't be an instruction about it. It wouldn't be possible. So that's this idea we're speaking about. That it's the same Chachma. It's the same Chachma manifests in a different level. Now we probably don't understand that. When we learn the Torah, we understand the Torah on our level. Which means we understand the Torah on the level of what the Torah is telling us to do and not to do. It's a deeper level in that same Torah of understanding how that same Torah applies to a level of how Hashem uses those letters in the way which He creates the world. So that's the Point which we were discussing last time, maybe with a bit more explanation in the Once again, we're holding in Perik Yud and he explains in a bit more detail. In the middle of the parak, the Torah is Hashem's speech, what Hashem said to be, what Hashem wanted to create. And when Hashem spoke, and when Hashem like we know, never. That's what created the world. So Hashem created the world through speech, like we say, Everything happened because Hashem said it should happen. So Hashem's speech is creative. And how does Hashem's speech create? Because we know each of the letters of the alphabet has a specific spiritual kayaq. And by combining those letters, then we get a synthesis of different kayaqas, and that creates multiple things. So he's going to give an example. By the order of the combinations of the letters, Hashem creates. Because each combination of base elements of Rukhni, so to speak, creates a different result. What he calls Harada Sharim, Paniba the 231 uh, gates forwards and backwards, Shemameim that created all the different levels of the world. From the highest to the lowest. In the highest levels, in all the tens and thousands of different uh, stages or things which exist in those levels. In all the different stages of their existence, everything which exists on each of those different levels. There's the world of people, the world of malachim, the world of the Kisan, and every existence on each level is included in what Hashem created everything Hashem said created all the subcategories and all the subspecies of that kind how did Hashem do that? So that's what he calls the and what that means is like this we have 22 letters in the night if we're going to make a combination of kai'chus which means combine two different letters so then how many combinations are we going to have of two letters? we have 22 times 21 together it gives us 462 Except there's two ways you can combine letters. We can combine up and we can combine down. Combining up means connecting each letter to a letter which is after it in Aleph base, or we can connect letters to letters before them in Aleph base. So connecting up would be Aleph to base, Aleph to Gimel, Aleph to dalel, or base to Gimel, base to dalel, and so on. Connecting down would be Dalad to Gimel, Dalad to base, or Gimel to base, Gimel to Aleph, and so on. Now, if you're going to break it up like that, so then we're going to break the 462 possible letter combinations into half, 231 ponim, which is working forwards, 231 ocher, which is working backwards. Those are the first level of combinations which can be made of the letters. And once again, each two letters, when they connect to each other, produce a different result, and it makes a difference if they pred- which in which order they connect. And therefore, we can have aleph base and base aleph as two separate levels because like in every two ingredients, what's the primary and the secondary uh, ingredient is going to make a difference. If I'm mixing, for example, flour and water, if it's a majority flour and a minority water, or majority water and minority flour is going to produce a very different result. And therefore, something over here. When there's a primary letter and a secondary letter, it's going to change the what's being created based on the order of the letters. That's why we have two letters. And if you're going to have three letters, and you're going to think of all the possible combinations of three letters, then it's going to multiply tremendously. And therefore, when Hashem creates, it's through Hashem's speech of defining what some, which koichas are going to be brought together for this thing to be created. That's what, so to speak, makes it exist. That's the, the Deborah of Hashem, which is, again, part of Hashem's Chachma, which exists in creation. Not just what Hashem wanted to create, but how Hashem brought the creation into existence and that was by understanding, which obviously Hashem does, but by utilising the combined spiritual forces necessary to make that thing exist. Now let's not think of this as something which only Hashem could do. You we know people knew this too. We saw last time and we'll say it again. The Gemara says about the belt, the Mishkon, that B'tzalel, the one who built the Mishkan, that Yidsa Yid Bitsal Latzari for Osish of Which is exactly this point. But Silo knew how to combine the letters to come and create the heaven and the earth. Which means he understood how the system works in Ruchnius, and he understood which letter combinations can create what, and therefore he understood the system of how Hashem created the world with the letters of the Alephis. Similarly, when Hashem brings all the animals to Adamarition to give a name, it wasn't just Adam could arbitrarily choose whatever he wanted to call things. The understanding of giving a name was, it was, so to speak, a test for Mauritian. Can you look at something and by seeing the object in front of you, come to an understanding of the Kaychas that HaKadosh Baruch combined to create us? Which means, can you give it its name? Now, it doesn't mean that Hashem said Khamor and Khamor was created. There's rules of how the world of Bria works. But uh, the idea was that it's a connection of whatever Osis and Rukhnis it is that brought that, that physical being eventually into existence. So that's the concept of Hashem using the letters of the Torah in the, the letter sequence that they were in the Ulam Abriya to create everything. That's what he's going to say so next. To the Torah says, I was the blueprint, which means on the Abriya, that's what, so to speak, is this map which charts what Chachmash Hashem, Hashem wanted to, to exist. And the Torah at that level defines existence. As opposed to the Torah of level, which is the user's guide of how we meant to use the existence Hashem created to bring to the result which is Hashem's chacham. That's what he says. Often in the Zayin Truma, the Kaddbarah could alma. When Hashem creates the world, is tachal ba'barais ba'amidot of the Torah to create the world, is pre And through the Torah, Hashem created the world, which means the words of the Torah. K'ma do kma. Now we learned tochsev ve'eyya etzlei. oman, Torah says I was with the blueprints. I rise at the Torah calls out, the which means, "Be Through me, Hashem created the world. And because the ad loy Ivri Alma is Kaimisar active even before the world was built, was was created, the Torah came first. Of course, if the Torah is Hashem's chachma, then of course the chachma of what to create came before the creation. V'kad Barakoch Shabricha Ivri and Hashem once created the world, having mistakel ba'omeraisa b'chol Every word of the Torah that was defines the khachma what Hashem wants to be. So then on the level of Briya that defines what Hashem has to create in order to bring about that result. And therefore everything is sourced in the Torah. Again, the Qalmidan, in the Qur'an, everything which exists and happens in all the worlds, where i in? and if it gives an example, if it says that means that there has to be a shaman for the role that the world's meant to play. So Hashem builds a shaman. That that's using the Torah in the sense of this, the the not just the user's manual, but rather the in, the builder's guide. Everything which is necessary for the Torah, which means what is necessary for Hashem's to so Hashem uses the Torah as the blueprint to make it exist. Whether well, it's those things which are necessary us to use or do as a mitzvah whether those things are necessary for us to be challenged that we can overcome a temptation whether those things are necessary which Hashem is going to use as tools to make the world run now, that understanding of the, of the system of how Hashem creates the world that's what creates that's how the Torah was used to create the world and therefore he says Therefore, the, everything that exists in the world, every detail and everything which happens in the world, is all included in the Memoriam of Ma'asa Barathees. And that is really what's condensed into the the of is the entire Bria. Just we have to see exactly what's alluded to, but the entire Bria, which is the stage of creation, is alluded to the Torah we have in Pashas Phareshis. Obviously, that's not in detail, because the Torah we have isn't the Torah which explains how the world was created. The Torah we have is focusing more on how we're meant to use the world as people and as the rest of the Torah. But really, it's all hinted to that. And that's also what the Mephoshim explain. That's also what the Mephoshim explained, that there's a parallel between Naceris and Debris, which incorporates all the mitzvahs in some form, to... Uh, sorry, my Morris which incorporates the whole Bria. Because it's all the same Chachma. It's the same Chachma which, underst- which is providing for a world which is going to have the factors needed to do the job Hashem wants it to do, and the Chachma which is going to talk to people and instruct them to do the job Hashem wants them to do. It's all coming back to the same Chachma. As we know, the world Hashem creates in many stages, along the path from the original stage of Hashem's creation, that's all the world we're in today. And each one is a stage lower than the one before it, a stage more physical than the one before it. And, The higher world is, It's the life, and the neshama, and the kiyom, the existence of the world which is under it, the which means each world, uh, is directly, so to speak, the spiritual force of the world which is one level it. On the Yisram, Oyel Matzilos Al Gimel Oyelamas Breyet Sei We're talking about the Oyel Matzilos, which is really the world of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's create, deciding what to do of all the worlds lower which are the worlds Hashem created. Is from especially to Mer Gimel The world, that world, is controlling and giving life to. All the various levels of creation Hashem created, and He brings many, many places in our result to say this. But in the just to finish with, uh, we brings at the end from the Zoya, He says, We're talking about uh, a level of Zaylos where Hashem is the King is there, It's completely Ruchni. the love Love in and When it comes to the lower levels and the levels which have been created, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so to speak in charge of, he's controlling that level. But it's a level which is something separate, it's a level which has been created. Whereas we talk about the level of Attilus, which is the level we talk about as Hashem deciding what to do. So then obviously that level is before things were created, in the, in the sense as being separate creations, and therefore we say it's a level more of Rukhnis. Now what he said is that each world is the Neshama and the khios and the Kiyom and the ar of the world underneath it. This is very interesting, all the adjectives he uses, because it's not by chance, it's really accurate. We know that there's five levels of Rukhnees, what we call, the ne- let's talk about a person, is the Nefesh, the Ruh, the Neshama, the chayyin, the Yaqid of a person. The five names we give to different parts of the spiritual side of a person. The Nefesh is the physical side, which attaches itself to this world. And then all the other levels higher than that are really higher levels which have an influence of giving a certain level of ruchnius to that lower level. And if there are four higher levels, that's what he talks about, the four kinds of spiritual influence. infants are. He talks about the Neshama, the chios, the Kheom, and the r. And let's explain what those four things mean and how they relate to these four levels. So the first level going up, let's say from the lowest point, which is the person's nefesh, is a person's Ruach. And we know that the Ruach is really the identity of a person, whereas the Nefertis runs the body. And in that sense, we're going to talk about which level does the Ruach give the person. that so we say is Qiyomwe. So the it sets him uh, up, it gives him his, like we say, his identity, or what he's, what he's meant to be doing. The person's Pachirah and the person's decision making process is part of his Ruach, his, his ruach as well. Then the level higher, that is his neshama, which is, That's his connection to Ruchnius, which for sure comes from a higher place, and that's uh, the second level up which a person has. And above that is Khyosay, that's the Chaya, which is the level of uh, the Shoresh of connection to the spiritual life, which is above that, and that comes from that level, which is really Mashpia life down to the person. And then the highest level is Oire, the light, which we talk about, we talk about Ruchnius, connection to Hashem when we talk about light that's what we call the Yechidah that's the, the level at the very top and that's also something which is Mashpir uh, down on the person all these different levels from all the higher worlds they have an effect on a person obviously they it gets more physical and more removed from Hashem as we go further down the line but the principle is still right and that is that each one has its effect on the person and that applies to the levels within a person so we understand that there the similar concepts in the world as well. In other words, there's also, we have a physical world here, but there's also these spiritual levels in the world, albeit different here, but the world doesn't appear in that sense. But there's also a source of life in this world, and a source of connection to Kadusha in this world, and uh, those things are also coming from a higher source, which has its effect on this world too. And it's for sure true when it comes to the Theriot. Again, in a, in a different sense, but if there's a higher level of how the Torah applies to every world, and for sure there also we're going to say the same idea, that each higher level has its influence, has its effect on the Torah of this world as well. Now this brings us to the next point. Let's try to back up a second and try to remember where is Nefshachayim trying to go? The parak wasn't devoted to trying to understand that there's a spiritual part of the Torah. The parak was devoted to explaining that when a person learns Torah, that itself brings him to Dvekus, or connection to Hashem. So, has this, this explanation helped us understand that principle more? So, the obvious continuation of what Neveshachim said is that a person might be learning Torah, and he might feel that the topic he's learning is a very mundane, if we can call it that, or physical topic relating to things here in this world. And how does that make him connect to Hashem? And now we're seeing and that is, it's true the Torah in a physical sense talks to this world. But we must understand that there's ever deeper levels of lookness in the Torah, in the same words of the Torah, which refer to all kinds of higher levels as well. And therefore, those, those, those same words in the Torah, which could be read as a very uh, physical, so to speak, incident or very Olam uh, hazer related mitzvah. Those same words can be understood on the level above and a level above that if you now have to reorganize the letters even the level above that because every high level is also written into the same Torah. In fact a lot of what the Zohar explains is takes word psychomanatarium, which we translate and understand on its simple level, as referring to a physical act or a physical occurrence which happens, and explaining that the same words can are really referring to a spiritual concept too. Now, does a person need to understand that to connect the focus of Torah? Because obviously, if a person does understand a Torah on higher levels, of course. So then they're going to see in the, in the same words of the Torah a much more spiritual uh, understanding of the Torah's, Torah's teaching. But that's for the person who maybe is the makubal and knows how to how to read the language of the Torah on whatever at the higher level it is. What about the person who is not holding by that? The person who is just holding by reading and understanding the Pshat, which is the level of Torah, which applies to this world. which is an aside, the reason it's called Pshat is the word Poshat in Hebrew. It's like when a person has clothing, that he can take off the clothing. The Gubadashim of the Torah is Poshat is Pagodov. He, like, some of removed his clothing. The world of Pshat is like the outer layer, the outer layer, the clothing, that the Torah wears in this world, something which can be, uh, so to speak, peeled away and to get to a deeper level underneath it. So if a person's only le- learning the more, let's say, basic level the Torah applies to this world, so then the question would be, where does that bring a person to practice? Where does that person uh, bring, a, how does it bring a person to connection to Asha? And that's the last paragraph, he says, the Gemara says the Torah, which in its source is higher than anything else, that's the life and the force and the source already of everything in Ruchnius. And just like Shemayoshe by Eisabria, when Hashem created the world, they were all created from that level. Can may Oz from that? and that's the source of life for everything else in the world and without its aura that last point of the whole world will go back to Torah we're still going to talk about but the main point is wants to say is that still has a connection to the chaos of the world which means it's one thing if we understand that but even if we don't understand it we understand, we know that by learning Torah there's a connection to the physical Torah understand but that also is a link to the high levels of Torah too. That's also a link to the high levels of Torah too. and therefore do we get connected to that by learning the Torah that we have the answer is less just like you connect to a person sometimes it's in a very physical sense it's the person you can see and you can talk to and you can do things with but there's going to be a cashier between the nafesh of the people the rilch of the people the some of the people whatever it's going to be as well it's triggered by the connection between the bodies which is what we can see and know about somebody else so there is that kind of connection into Torah as well which means even if it starts and at, it is at this stage only on the physical plane of connecting to somebody else of the Torah because that's what a person understands and is aware of but that itself creates a connection which applies to the deeper levels of Torah too And if that's also going to provide a person with a way to access the the connection to the Torah on its highest levels, also. Now, why does he keep bringing the Zaddas? He says that the Torah and Hashem is one. Because, of course, we don't understand Hashem. We call Bat's Musa himself. But what we understand about Hashem is Hashem's Chachmah. Hashem's Chachmah. And Hashem's Chachmah is the same manifest in the Torah which which we have. We said at the beginning of the Shia, the Torah of the user's manual as it's manifest in the Torah of creation manual. It's the same Chochmah that Hashem wants the world to be and how it's going to become that. And therefore, by learning the Torah, we're understanding Chochmah Hashem from one of the perspectives of the Chochmah Hashem, but it's understanding Chochmah Hashem. That's the, the, how, how we connect to Hashem. And like we said before, the idea is that connection to Hashem is never physical connection. Hashem is not physical. So connection to Hashem can either be some kind of emotional connection or it's going to be a connection of das, a connection of understanding. And that way he's saying that the connection of das, so to speak, is how we connect to understanding when Hashem's plan. That's uh, that's what we can, the that we can get from learning Torah at whatever level of learning Torah that's going to be.